When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you don't know how to spend or budget your money, um, if you don't know how to budget your time, people will know how to spend both of them very well for you. So that was what I've had to learn because you know how we'll go out to eat and we like to be generous and we'll like to pay the bill and it's like, act like you don't got it. And sometimes that'll save you from going to certain tables that you probably shouldn't be at anyway. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table. It's Monday morning, and y'all already know we're going to keep it real, relevant, and relatable. We do this every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and today I am so pumped uh, because, man, I met this amazing queen um, a few years ago. Um, she is a celebrity. Uh, she is a woman of God, uh, but y'all know we keep it real, and she's probably one of the realest artists, celebrities, uh, people, sisters in the world that I have had the opportunity to meet. Um, you all know her as Kiara Sheard, but she is now Kiara Sheard dash Kelly. My sister is married. She is a singer, a songwriter, an actress. She killed it on BET and an activist from Detroit, Michigan. And so uh, we don't need no introduction. She doesn't really need an introduction because everyone in the world knows this amazing queen. What up, sis? How are you? What up, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm hanging in there just trying to be like you. Trying to be like you. Nah, 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 (laughs) sis. No, 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 no. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to get on your level. I'm trying to get married one day. I'm trying to write a couple of books. I'm trying to be on BET. I'm just trying to be like you. <laughs> but I'm trying to be in my bag like you. Look, you want to go back and hey, forth? There we go. Listen, hey, I'm let's, watching. Hey, let's get it. Let, let's get it. I'm with you. I understand it. I understand it. Uh, but yo, let's dive straight into it uh, because you just wrote a book called Big, Bold, and Beautiful. Uh, this is your yes. first book, right? Yes, my first book. I was so nervous about it, but this the first one. Yo, listen, you guys. Uh, we're going to link all of her information below, but you all know I do not bring any and everybody on my show to promote books. Um, so if they are on my show and they have a book, it's because I trust their character, I, intru- I trust their integrity, wow. and I trust the content. Um, and what I love about uh, Kiara's book, and I wrote this down on my computer because I wanted to make sure uh, that I have all my notes on it. She covers a lot of topics, ladies. Okay, There's a lot of topics. But my sister talked about the money in this <laughs> book. And she's talking about six ways to secure the bag. And I was like, get her on the show. I called my producer. I said, get her on the show. We're going to talk about this. But I think at the same time, uh, what I love about Kiara's uh, your heart, yo, is you're you're bold. You, you're just honest. You. You're transparent. Um, and I love the book. I had a chance Thank to read you. it because I want to make sure that wow. you come on my show. I know what's up. Um, yeah. And uh, but let's talk about it. Let, let let's talk about it. When it comes to money, why do you want the ladies to pay themselves? Like, what's what what's so important about that? I, I think it's so important that 
you know, we we have some left for ourselves because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't know how to say no. We may have children. We may be married. Mm-hmm. We may have family members who see that we are more responsible when it comes to our finances. And sometimes we'll feel obligated to them. And so what I've learned to do is to just hide some money. And I actually can stick to saying I don't have it to lend to you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like your way out. And so that's why I say pay yourself because um, you... you One other thing I'll say, and I've been guilty of it, is I've always bought into trends. Mm. And then I would find that I was going through money like water. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And now I have like closets full of clothes that I don't wear, I don't touch. I probably am giving things away. Like right now, it's a Louis Vuitton bag behind a chair as if it's like it's collecting dust. And so for you to have spent (laughs) that much money on something, you could have put that, you know, and paid yourself and saved it to where it will get interest other than it collecting dust. So that's why I always say pay yourself so that you're not just only looking good on the outside, but you're actually secure um, internally and and you have some for yourself. I I talk about the emergency fund versus the red bottom because, Uh you know, society is so into the red bottom and I had to correct myself. Um, But that's why I say pay yourself. Really take care of yourself. Don't just post pictures of the things you have, but take care of yourself. Yo, Kiara Shear just said, I had to talk about the emergency fund compared to the red bottoms, uh, the red bottoms, yeah. the shoes, the beautiful shoes that ladies just love. And you know what's so funny is, is this, um, you know this, uh, that I think it was like most recent study came out that nearly 50% of the people in the world do not even have $1,000 in their emergency fund. And I'm mm. curious to see how many ladies don't have $1,000 in the emergency fund, but they got a Louis Vuitton bag or a pair of red bottoms. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a sister, so I can't answer that question. Uh, but I, I, I would, uh, especially. Well, no, I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone. I don't want to get in trouble with with my people. And Kiara will right. let me off, so <laughs> she will let me know. Anthony, going too far right there, bro. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I got to ask you this. You know, you are in the. Uh, you're a public figure. Uh, you're in the spotlight. Yes. Um, uh, mm-hmm. By America's definition, you are a celebrity. And so oftentimes we see in this culture that a lot of people have this fake rich. They're trying to compare to others and have what everyone else have. In your book, you talk about uh, stop comparing yourselves to others uh, because it holds you back. Let's talk about a little bit about that. What do you think when it comes to our finances? Why is the comparison game so uh, such a dangerous, dangerous zone for us to operate in? Oh, it's because you try to keep up with what the world is defining as success or Mm -hmm. what someone else is defining as success. And they may be at a different space than you, or they could be, like you said, fake rich in it. And these could be uh, things that they only have temporarily that they're only supposed to post about. But because they want to seem financially secure, they're posting it as if they own it. Mm. And so instead of having or living with the renter's mindset, why not take on the owner's mindset. And that's what my father, my grandfather, and my family have been sticklers of. So I think it's so important. And I think it even goes beyond the material things um, because sometimes we'll compare ourselves to the Instagram model and and we're not secure. So we look beautiful, you know, outside or externally, but internally we're all broken up. So the book is not just speaking to the material things, but it's also speaking to the spiritual side of yourself. Like really take care 
care of yourself. And I think that it's been proven that when our finances are not secure, it really tampers with our sanity. And yeah. so I just would love to see more of us secure in that space, not just saying, oh, I'm a boss, babe. I'm a boss, <laughs> this, I'm this. It's like, are you really a boss in your space when oh. you get home? You know, so I, I think that that, I, I just said the other day, um, but, oh, and it's a, chap- a chapter in the book where I said, I'm redefining some things in my life. Okay. I'm not going to allow you to tell me what pretty looks like. I'm not going to allow you, because just a couple years ago, you know, society was saying that just the straight size woman looked beautiful. Then we started embracing body positivity. Oh. Now we're, you know, embracing uh, surgeries and being public about it, which is nothing wrong with it. But if I'm constantly chasing after what another person is telling me is beautiful, I may be chasing for something that's unobtainable, and mm. that's a dangerous place. Sha-ba-ba-ba-ba. Kiara's starting to get started, y'all. Get, get two questions. She about to go in. Like, what? You know, that's that. Yo, listen. This, I, so let, let's stay right there. I know these are not, mm-hmm. not the normal questions uh, that I sent you earlier, but I mean, you said something that was so so true. How do we, how do ladies, because I'm saying we, like I'm a sister, I, mm-hmm. I'm not, but the majority mm-hmm. of people who watch my show, um, yeah. I think it's like 60%, I think, um, are ladies. Uh, so let, let, let's, mm-hmm. let's talk to them. Brothers, stand by. Uh, we'll be right back to you. Uh, but ladies, h- how does a woman become a boss lady internally um, first like what are some things that they should be thinking about that ha- helps them heal and helps them feel good internally so we can see it on the external mm-hmm. uh, so for me I will speak for what allows me to walk in this confidence that mm-hmm. I've embraced mm-hmm. and it is my faith if you allow me to give scripture Come on! the word says that, <laughs> that, that where the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty and you <sighs> find rest and that rest that I have um, gained with my relationship with Christ and with God, um, it has caused me to just move differently. Like, I understand that there's a such thing as dealing with people. I, I was going to write a chapter in this book called um, The Vibes You Feel. And sometimes we can be moved by that. But I think, too, we should understand that sometimes that comes from, like, discernment. So you can be select. So self-care is not just the the bath, uh, you know, with candles. Um it is that, and mm-hmm. it's not just the bags that you can buy yourself, because sometimes you do need to treat yourself and reward yourself. But for me, I think the confidence has to do, too, with how you are selective with your village. Like, I often say, the village is not just for the child. The village is for the adult, too. You need some people to tell you, you wrong. You need mm. some people to tell you, no, that's fair. You need somebody to tell you, no, nah, you tripping. Mm. I respect when my mom tells me, if I go whisper in her face, baby, you need an Altoid. Here you go. I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think the security comes from those two that are not intimidated by your destiny and and the the value that you bring to the table to where you know they have your best interest at heart. So I would say it's your God, it's your crew, and then it has everything to do with your alone time. Like, what are you telling yourself when you're by yourself? Are you always over-criticized? Because I have a tendency to do that. I'm super hard on myself. And I have to, like, celebrate the incremental progress is that sometimes we overlook. You know, yeah. we don't sit in that moment. So I think those are the things that contribute to that confidence. Also, sometimes taking a break from social media. Talk. Because it, it and, and I think it was Theodore Roosevelt that said comparison is the thief of joy. Some of us aren't happy all because 
we're looking at the other woman. So I think that, that those are ways to become confident within yourself and to also reflect internally and say, this is what I have. This is what I'm responsible for. That's what you're doing. That's good. Until it's time, I'll be there. And if it's not, you know, supposed to be mine, then that's it. Rest in that. I think those are my things that allow me to be confident. And then my husband. <laughs> like, get people around you that are going to affirm you. But I talk about that too, Anthony. Like, I'll say in the book, I didn't depend on no man to tell me that I was pretty. I didn't wait on no man to take the trip. You got to find some security, you know, within yourself. So those are ways I hope that helps. Ladies and gentlemen, if you just now tuned in, this is Pastor Bishop Kiara. Oh my God. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> she just preached a whole Please. sermon in five minutes. I asked her one question and she listed four examples. But no, much. on the real though, you guys, if you're wondering um, the stock she comes from, her father is the legend, uh, the great bishop, uh, the newly appointed bishop of the largest um, African American uh, denomination in the world, Church of God at Christ. Wow. And you see mm-hmm. uh, the fruit. Um, of her parents. Um, I'm telling you, she's real. She's saved, wow. but she also got a little bit of that street in it. Don't get it twisted, y'all. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, real quick, you said something about your husband, and, I, and I'm curious because um, you said like, yo, my husband, your, your village. What is one thing mm-hmm. that our our ladies should be looking for in their husband uh, to help them along their journey? Like, what is that one thing that a mm-hmm. husband uh, should provide? Because you said something. Um, and, and I don't want to go off subject because I want to stick to the money part. But I'm like, your mm-hmm. village is very, very important. What role has your husband played for you when you're this woman who you didn't need a man? You know, you didn't mm-hmm. you, you were good on your own. But he came in and mm-hmm. swept you off your feet. I remember when you posted, I was like, where did this brother come from? You know, so I'm like, you know, I'm like, wait, what happened? Uh, but he did something. And what what is one thing, without telling your personal business, what is one thing you want to encourage ladies to look for in their husband when it comes to being big, bold, and beautiful on the inside? Mm. Such a good question. Again, for me, it's the faith piece. If mm. you allow me to give you two, I know you asked for one, but my mama said, get you a man that loves God because if he loves God more than he loves you, he won't cheat on you. Okay. And I think that that speaks to the conviction of the man and the the, the spiritual awareness of the man. Yeah. And I know it's a lot of women that are like, girl, I, I didn't date a pastor and they cheated, <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> there is some discernment that will come into place. But the other thing that I would say is the security. Make sure mm. the man is secure within himself because when he's not secure, he could be searching for things and, and it could turn into hurting you, if that makes sense. And my husband is secure. He's so unimpressed and I love that. Yeah. Like, he's totally fine with his woman doing his thing, celebrating his woman. There's no jealousy that kicks in. So I could go on and on, but my husband also prays. His life and the way he lives, while I'm a gospel singer and a bishop's daughter, his life has convicted me that I wasn't all the way in it like I thought I was. Wow. Um, So I think those are the things that I should have been looking for it, and finally, I have it. I can get emotional talking about that. Well, a bold and beautiful woman is a man who is uh, connected to Jesus Christ um, and secure in who he is and and is technically in the man who God made him to be. Mm -hmm. When you guys think about your finances, a.k.a. your money, do you get stressed? Do you get anxious? Do you feel like, hey, 
Where do I start? How do I begin? What do I do? Well, check it. I totally get it because I remember being 18 years old, being a young man, uh, living paycheck to paycheck, homeless, sleeping in the back of my car. I totally, totally get it. But I got something I want to share with you that's going to help change your financial future. And this is called Ramsey Plus. Ramsey Plus is going to give you this step-by-step plan, the step-by-step guide on how to change your financial future. Inside of Ramsey Plus, you're going to learn how to get an emergency fund, uh, how to get out of debt, how to start building wealth, how to start investing. We're going to teach you everything you need to know on how to change your financial future. So for right now, if you text the word AO plus, AO plus to 33789, I'm going to give you a free 30-day trial. Now check this out, you guys. Let me be real with you, all right? Can you think about what can happen if you commit to 30 days, what those 30 days can do for the next 30 years of your family's life and your life? Listen, I can't say nothing else. Text the word AO plus to 33789 so you can change your family's future. This is your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I approve this message. Did you know that there are nearly 45 million American people that total up to have $1.6 trillion in student loan debt. Did you know that one of the main reasons uh, preventing people from building true and lasting wealth are student loans? The average person will graduate with $35,000 in student loans, but a fifth of these people will graduate with a mortgage payment, but don't even have real estate. That's right. They graduate with $100,000, dollars $300,000 $300, in student loan debt. And when I wrote the book, Debt-Free Degree, and I was out there on book tour, and people were asking me, hey, I'm getting this book for my child, but what do you have for me? I have student loans, and I need to pay them off, but I need direction. So I wrote a book called Destroy Your Student Loan Debt, the step-by-step plan on how to pay off your student loans. I want you to get the book. It's only 55 pages long, and I literally walk you through step-by-step How do you refi your student loans? How do you pay them off quicker? How do you negotiate some payments lower? I walk you through every single thing. It's a quick read. And if you buy it, it's only 10 bucks. 10 bucks can save you 10 years. Get the book right now. Go to anthonyoneal.com, anthonyoneal.com, and change the next 10 years of your life. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I approve this message. Yo, all right, let's get back on the script uh, because I want to make sure we bless the people with, with, with the money stuff that you're talking about in your book. And y'all, I really want you all to get her book. We're going to drop the link below. I'm telling you right now, you will be blessed. Uh, tribe, let's support this amazing sister and I promise you, you will learn something. Uh, but since you say that you should play broke and learn to say no. Now, listen, I, I got to ask you this because, uh, you know, as a single man, um, when mm-hmm. I say no to like other ladies, they call me broke and they say that's a turnoff, but you're telling ladies to play broke and to say no. <laughs> Help me understand this because I'm confused that a sister is saying at broke, but then when a man at broke, it's a turnoff. So help talk to me. I need some wisdom here. Help me understand what you mean. So I think it's a turnoff to women who don't know this principle, which is to save something for yourself. It's it's only unattractive from someone who's not speaking your language or who may not have been elevated in that way of thinking. And so I've had to learn that 
you know, my father, you know how our parents used to be like, we'll be like, can we get this? Can we get that? And they'd be like, maybe. You wanted a yes or no. And it was like, maybe. So I found as I've grown older, I'm like, oh, I got why y'all was like, maybe, because I learned to underpromise. Yeah. Um, so that is one thing that I have to I have had to learn to do. And if you don't know how to spend or budget your money, um, if you don't know how to budget your time, people will know how to spend both of them very well for you. So so that was what I've had to learn because you know how we'll go out to eat and we like to be generous and we'll like to pay the bill and it's like act like you don't got it and sometimes that'll save you from going to certain tables that you probably shouldn't be at anyway so just say baby I don't got it today child so that's what I've learned to do and I think it's so important Kira, my he, granddad does it too he, he does okay cool great you have any single people in your community I'm coming to your community because I mean <laughs> I you, you said budget and last year, I went viral uh, because I told a woman that I couldn't take her to this expensive restaurant because it wasn't in this month budget. And do you know mm-hmm. how many ladies told me, if a man is on a budget, you shouldn't be dating them? Oh, no. That's probably why we keep bumping into the wrong guys, because the, because we're attracted to the wrong thing. Say that Anybody again. Can, can that- you say that again, please? It's just for the people. <laughs> Kiara said it, That's not probably, me. <laughs> That's probably why. And listen, ladies, because I know everybody's in this, like, cancel culture. Don't cancel me. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you that I've made poor choices, and that's how I've learned to get the answer now. But budget is only a characteristic of self-discipline. So if you have budgeting um, coming from your man's terminology or language or vocabulary bank, then that is, that's not a red flag. That's a blessing from all sis. <laughs> what she said. What my sister just said. What this, this from what the world says, from a wealthy uh, celebrity, uh, famous <laughs> individual. She said, a man who has that vocabulary within his language, go get him. Uh, I mean, which I think is so true. And I'm laughing because... Dave Ramsey, he's he's worth several hundred millions of dollars, and he budgets. Wow. This man knows. Yeah. I can ask him, hey, Dave, when's the last time you spent 50 cents? He'll tell me. Like, So if a mm. multi-millionaire can tell me where he spent his money, how come people, everyday people, just can't? Just, just budget and know what they spend. And I, I for me, Absolutely. budget gives me freedom. And if I have, mm-hmm. you know, a line item that says dates, and if I'm dating a woman, then I have freedom. We can go anywhere within that budget. I don't, we don't. I'm cool. But now once I hit that budget, I'm trying to show her like, hey, I'll be a good steward of my resources. And and when we Mm -hmm. get married, if we get married, you can trust Mm -hmm. the fact that finances, we're going to argue, but money will not be Mm -hmm. one of those arguments, you know? Absolutely. Um, And I think that is so, so, so important. Now, Kiara, I mean, I think you and I think like this too. We're big on budgeting, Mm -hmm. but we're also big on making sure that we also enjoy our money. We work hard for it. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. You out there, clothing Mm -hmm. lines, writing books, you know, creating albums. um, And and y'all, check out her last album. I mean, to hear uh, Kiara shared and the one and only Missy Elliott, good God. I said, (laughs) come on, sis, let's get this music. Um, um, So you have all this stuff and you killing it, right? 
but mm-hmm. you still spurge a little bit. You know, you, you mm-hmm. come on, look at you. I see you. The hair is right. Makeup is right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You look good. Mm-hmm. To, to the women that may be thinking like, all right, I got to pay off my debt. I got to stack this money and I don't have time to splurge. Uh, encourage that young woman, that, that, young, that young lady right now that's saying, you know what? I got to do all this and I don't have time for freedom. Why mm-hmm. and when should she have some freedom to spend and to spurge a little bit? Because it's a way of rewarding yourself. It's almost like a diet. And I I use this because I struggle with my weight. I've gone back and forth, but I've learned to uh, gain healthy choices or change my relationship with food, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, But it's ways to reward yourself or even to send signals to your brain. We know when it comes to those endorphins that are sending signals through your body, like I'm satisfied, I'm happy. Um, You're telling yourself, well done, you know, good job. Because if life always feels feels like a job, then that's why we keep going back to bad and poor habits. So you have to celebrate yourself, too, to see that this is what budgeting has done for you. You know, so this is why this new way of life is beneficial for you. It's beneficial for your legacy, for your your children that are unborn or your children that are here. Um, And I think it's so important that we do that because you can't wait for other people to celebrate you because sometimes their way of celebration is not necessarily what you need. And then when it comes to celebrating yourself or splurging, you know what you need as far as a vacation. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like you want to go to Cabo. Maybe you want to go to Africa. Maybe you want to go to Fiji. But what are your pockets telling you while your pockets are telling you what needs to happen? What is your body actually saying that it needs? Mm. And I'm sure that God has provided in your budget ways to give your body what it needs. And then after a while, you'll be able to grow to where you want to go. So there's a difference. And the word talks about being content, knowing the things that we need versus the things that we want. So I think that there's a such thing as splurging. But when you're downloading heaven's definition, um, when it comes to living, you know, and actually living well, you just make decisions differently. And it it benefits you in the future than just in the moment. I think everyone needs a vacation. But, you know, a vacation may be in home or a vacation may mm-hmm. be in the city. It doesn't have to be in Hawaii. It doesn't have yeah. to be out of the country. I think you just got to step back, like you said, and identify, okay, what's in your budget? I um, mean, what mm-hmm. do you need? Everyone needs a break. Yeah. Everyone needs Absolutely. some time to step back. Um, but it doesn't yeah. mean you need to go to Hawaii, go to Greece, go to Jamaica. Nah, stay behind mm-hmm. home, you know? Um, if yeah. that's within your means. Now, if you have the means to go to Hawaii, Cool, great. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, Kiara, th- this next question I had to ask. I wrote this one down because I was like, I, mm-hmm. she don't do this. She don't do this. One. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to ask this on my show. Okay. Because uh, you tell people, leave the house, no credit cards, no debit cards, just cash. Just just straight mm-hmm. up cash. Are you mm-hmm. telling me, Kiara, that you step out of that house with cash? If so, help me understand why. I need I need to know why. So I'm going to be honest. So it is a tip that I applied Mm -hmm. and I was doing, I think I read it actually uh, an article that was by Mr. Dave Ramsey and Mm -hmm. it was the cash envelope system. Yep. And I've told my sisters this, I have a mentorship and I was telling them different ways to learn budgeting. Ah. So that was the tip that I applied and I said, try this tip. And so I tried the tip. So now what I do is I have like three, not everybody, don't judge me y'all, but I'm just telling you my tip, I'm being honest. But I have three accounts attached to one debit card. 
Okay. No, yes, no. I have one account attached to one debit card, and I have other accounts. Let me say it that way. Okay. This account, I treat it like it's a Dave and Buster's card. So I put coins in it for the games that I play, but once I max out, that's it. So because <laughs> I don't want to carry cash on me right, now, right. you know, I may be in the city. Yeah. I may be, I shouldn't be my father, would, my husband too, would fuss at me about getting gas on my own. Yeah. But I ride, I don't know why, I ride on faith, my car on faith <laughs> with no gas sometimes. So I, I don't carry cash on me. Um, but that is my way of doing the cash envelope system. And I don't do the, the credit cards anymore for me mm-hmm. because it's 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 not a good behavior. It just didn't work for me because I found myself depending on the credit card when I actually didn't have the money and my mm. emergency fund not even. So it was enabling me, you know, with poor choices. So that's why I say leave the things that cause you to spend when you don't got no business spending. Leave it at home and take your tail home when it's time for you to tap out. Y'all listen, man. <laughs> if y'all ain't following Kiara Shear, she just earned like 10 more cool points with me. Like, this woman, wow. you, you the truth. Y'all, y'all need to be a part of her community. She already got a million wow. plus followers. Give her another million. Like, but you are speaking <laughs> truth. You're speaking wisdom. Um, and and wow. that's 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 real. You know, credit cards don't work for me neither. I, I think mm-hmm. uh, for me personally, I was like you. Um, I had a credit card for emergencies. And then when I found her and I wanted to take her mm-hmm. out on a date, that became an emergency. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when I, uh, the latest Jordans came out, that became an emergency. When I needed a haircut right. and I didn't want to spend the $20 in my pocket, that became yeah. an emergency. And then emergencies led to this, to that, to that. Then I'm $35,000 in debt worth of emergencies. Exactly. And so I, I feel you. So like now my whole philosophy is if I can't buy it twice, I don't buy it at all. Absolutely. You know, yes. and, and if I don't have yeah. the cash, I'll just wait. Um, I was on the phone with another big celebrity. I won't name his name because I like him. We just disagree mm-hmm. on on something else. And um, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, that is the way to go. Spend other people's money and build your own money. And I'm like, ah, I disagree with that because if the other people want their money back, then I got to give it to them. They own all my right. stuff and not me. So Exactly. Listen, if you just now tune into the show, y'all, mm-hmm. you need to go back to the very beginning. Okay. If you listen on podcasts, go back to the very beginning because from uh, the first minute of this show, Kiara sheared. Wait, I got to say it right. Kiara sheared Kelly um, because I want (laughs) to respect her husband because I like this brother. Thank you. You know, she came on here speaking some knowledge and wisdom. And so I want Mm y'all to make sure you get all this. And again, I'm going to say this again. Go get my sister's book. Let's support her. Yo, so um, I talk about investing all the time. I'm very big on investing, especially within our community. Um, You know, our Mm -hmm. community, the average person would die leaving bills of benefits. No wealth, no land, no no businesses, Mm -hmm. no income, uh, just bills and and benefits. And oftentimes those benefits are barely enough to pay for the bills. Uh, You talk a little bit about this in your book about investing our money for the future uh, because it shows us a better way living today. Uh, What do you mean by that in your book, sis? I guess for me, this liberated me even more when it came to investment because there was scripture to back it up. And when God says it, I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay, well, then this is legit then. Yo, let's go. It was, yeah, it was Ecclesiastes 11 and 2. 
And um, I won't read it, but I, I have learned to be okay with, like you said, investing in maybe real estate for me is something that I've gotten into. And I'm a little bit more secure in that space. Okay. Now, stocks and things like that, that's like my husband. And I think it was, was it Mr. Dave Ramsey that says, don't invest in things you don't understand? Absolutely. So I'm still, okay. So I'm still like learning, learning it. And I've been, yeah, very careful. Now, I do have some investments in stocks, but I'm always like reporting. Reporting to my husband, like, okay, what is going on? Tell yeah. me what's happening. Tell me about my portfolio. So he's like my accountability partner in that space. Okay. But I definitely believe, like I was telling you, instead of investing in these bags and shoes that collect dust, you might as well put it in somewhere where it's going to accumulate other dollars than dust. Facts. So that's why I think investing is so important because, again, it goes beyond now the emergency fund. It's yeah. just what are you leaving behind? Are you only leaving a bill for your Ooh. child to have to take? care of, you know, so I want my children to be blessed, you know, after I'm gone. Man, that that's, the, and I love the way you and your husband are thinking. And I love how you're keeping it real. Thank like, you. hey, you guys, I don't, I don't know much about stocks. And, you know, Dave does teach mm-hmm. and I do teach this as well. Only invest in things that you know and make sure your yeah. financial advisor is educating you along the journey or your real estate yeah. partner is educating you along the journey uh, because you yes. want to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting into. Because uh, I'm like you, Absolutely. I only do real estate and I only do mutual funds. That's it. I don't do mm-hmm. single stocks. Okay. I don't do anything else. Just real estate and mutual funds. That's where all my wealth okay. is. That's where all my wealth will be uh, for my kids. But I'm also studying. Okay. I'm the money guy. Gotcha. And I'm still studying. I'm still learning gotcha. um, a lot of things around that, especially in the real estate world. You know, I just get up with Dave and like, Dave, how do I do this? You know, I just bought a property. I got you. Uh, downtown Nashville, bought it for mm-hmm. a, a good little penny. Uh, but I, I told myself I'm not selling it. Um, I'm going to pay yeah. it off and I'm going to leave mm-hmm. this in a trust for my kids. And they, my kids mm-hmm. can't sell it, but my kids' kids can't sell it. And by that yeah. time, um, it will be in the high seven figures um, of, of this mm-hmm. house downtown because I bought it in a gentrified area. So I took my money back to the community. Uh, and so yeah. hopefully... By the times my kids get older, it will be a fully redeveloped community for us. And um, and I'm excited about that. So I'm rocking with you so much on that. Now, this next one is is so interesting. And I've gotten in trouble Mm -hmm. on this next one. And and I retracted what I said because it is so funny. We are raising a generation of ladies who are honestly doing it on their own. You know, they're... Mm -hmm. They're creating, a, I mean, they're starting businesses. The number one uh, rising entrepreneur um, is, an, to be honest, is, is an African-American black woman. Uh, they mm-hmm. are building legacy on yeah. their own. And I've always had this mm-hmm. analogy that a man and a woman should build legacy together. Um, and I, I had to retract that and be like, yo, ladies, are they're out here doing a daggone thing. Um, mm-hmm. How... What legacy do you want to leave and how does that drive your daily actions for you and your family, sis? Mm. The legacy that I want to leave is to always make decisions for the bigger picture. Mm. Um, And I feel like that kind of covers everything. It covers your relationships, your time spent, your money, um, how you treat people, what you choose to deal with. Um, and I think, too, it even says to take the risks that are necessary for the big picture. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to do whatever it is. So um, the legacy, too, is to not that I want to leave behind is to 
not live for people, but to live for God mm. and to always make sure you're you're, bu- you're building something different too. You, mm. you're, you're blazing the trail for those that are coming behind you. Yeah. Um, but always having the heart of a, a servant and a steward. So that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but go after it all. Yeah. And, and I hope that you know whoever is watching me just live my life. They're inspired in that way. Amen. Don't don't put on the front for people. Uh-oh. Like. I, I like really, that. Like, live your truth. Yeah. Live your truth. Be the 110% authentic self. Yeah, but don't don't live a truth that you know ain't right, but you made it true. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you made it true for yourself. You, that ain't really, you know that ain't. You know, it's just. Uh, so, so, so I hear what you're saying. So you're saying, one of my mentors says something to me. Oh, he said, there's a difference between your reality and the truth. And the truth is as long as it lines up with the word of God. Reality mm-hmm. is your reality. Um, so I, I see what you're that's saying. Because who we, you know, that's that's hard. That's yeah. that's that's hard. Because you know what? Uh, you know what, Karen? I, man, I gotta remind myself. Live live, live your truth, Anthony. Be your authentic yeah. self. Me too. And um whoever don't like you, that's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've lost friendships because of my authentic truth. I've um, lost um, a significant other. Um, I was engaged about four years ago. Mm -hmm. And because I Mm -hmm. stepped into my authentic truth, I was tired of being fake and acting like I was okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I lost her and, um, and I didn't lose her. We both agreed to Mm -hmm. step away because, Hey, we both wanted different things. And so there, there, there's, the Bible says it, the truth, God's truth. The truth mm-hmm. that aligns with God's word will set you yeah. free. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and sometimes that freedom does come with emotional pain, uh, but it brings mm-hmm. you so much joy and freedom in the future. And so thank, thank you for saying that. that, that for sure. And you know, can I add to what you said, bro? Go ahead. Uh, you said joy. So, like, we look for happy, Mm. but happy is predicated upon what's happening, whereas joy is something that's solid. Like, it's going to stick, it's going to stay, and you're good. And so I think that that is the game that you get. So I understand why the the seasoned folks would say, what is it proper to man to gain the world but lose his soul? (laughs) Like, I get it now. So I just had to add that because I've learned the difference between happy and joy. Listen here. Listen here. You going to be a pastor one day, uh, Kira? You know I got to ask you that question. You know I got to ask you that. Because you know, that word is like rooted in you. It comes it comes out. Like you, you I bet you you cannot have a conversation. You can be street, you can be a little ratchet. The word's still going to come out of you. I, I I can just only tell. Lord have mercy. She said, "What does it mean to gain the whole world?" Oh, let me stop playing. Malo, malo, malo. Let's let's end it right there. Um, uh, because you know, uh, and, and I and I believe this, and, and I want to set this up for those of you all who follow me. You know that my my spiritual um, direction is that of Christianity. I believe in, in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I believe in God. I, I am a proud Christian. So this next question that I'm going to ask and end on with with my sister Kiera, um, I do not mean to offend and uh, anyone who's not a Christian. Um, but I do believe you can get something from this. Uh, and if you want to meet the Lord and love the Lord, stay right here. Um, mm-hmm. Since you believe that when we honor God with what we have, he's going to give us 
a lot more. And I believe with that too. Let's mm-hmm. break that down. And you talk about this in your book and so many other things, but I really want to just, you know, just land this this conversation. I wish I had some more time to, with you, but I got to respect your time um, and respect our listeners' time because uh, I told them I'm going to give them a good 35 minutes. Um, but what does honoring God look like for you and your husband on a practical level? Um, and then mm-hmm. practical and then on the spiritual. Let's go practical. What does that look like on a practical level for you and your husband? So for me, I've learned that worship and living for God is not just the song you sing. It's not only the time you live in church. It's how you are a good steward of what he has given you. Mm. And so for me, that is how I honor the Lord with what I have. I I don't treat it recklessly. Like if you come in my house, you may see some clothes laying around. But <laughs> to me, how I treat my house is also me saying, God, I appreciate you for allowing me to have these wow. things. Wow. And so that too, and, and my car is junky sometimes. But I'm going to clean it out after a while because I'll get convicted because yeah. I shouldn't be allowing things to just, you know, pile up. So it's it has everything to do with uh, like how we do for Christmas. Yeah, if true. I give you a gift, I might, if I know what I spent on that gift and the truth of the matter is God paid a price <laughs> for you to have the life that you live. Facts. But if I give you a good gift, bro, I'm going to ask you, how them shoes doing? <laughs> I ain't seen you warm in a minute. You know, that was, not, and my Nana, she used to say, if you don't like it, now give it back to me. <laughs> and so I understand. So speaking of a practical way, I think it has to do with tithing. If that's, if that's not giving, you know, God, your 10%. Um, and I've, I read not too long ago where there's a, a leader who gives God his 90% and yeah. he lives off of the 10. Yeah. Um, but to, to speak to practical, it could also be how you are generous and, and sharing those gifts. That That is an overflow yeah. because he said, I'll give you a blessing that you it's going to be hard for you to have it all to yourself. You will have to share it. Yeah. And so I think, too, with the choices, because I believe in uh, sowing seeds into fertile ground. So let me stop there because I could go, 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 go. Um, but those are some practical ways. It's it's just pretty much the the mentality and how you treat, you know, the things that God is giving you. How are you saving your money? And I think the emergency fund is not just, you know, or even the ways of saving. It's not just because I want to be rich, but right. it, it, too, is a way of saying, God, this is... This is what I'm doing with it. And there's stories in the Bible where he said, tell me where you put them talents I gave you. You ain't did nothing with that. You know, so I think that that is what's practical for me. I told y'all. She said, I'm going I'm to stop. And then she went right back into it. She a preacher. You I'm know? trying to work on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to work Yo, on it. You ain't done yet. I know there's some more in there. Go ahead and get it. See? But this is why... Um, you're not perfect. You know, you have things that you're working on, but I believe this is why God is blessing you because at, you are, um, you have evolved and you are evolving like me. I have evolved and I am mm-hmm. evolving and I'm learning yeah. to be a better steward of mm-hmm. the things, this shirt on me, this mic that I'm on, the camera that you're on right now, the team, this table, this office, this, this building that I'm in, Dave Ramsey, none of this is ours. All right. of it is Guys, we are just called yeah. to be good managers of it. Yes. And, I, and, I, and I share this story always, you know, to not to be boastful, but a lot of people say, oh, Anthony, living a debt-free life, you can't enjoy life, it's going to be boring. And no, I, what, I, what I really do believe is I remember uh, driving my old school car. And Kara, I would wash that car two times a week. Everyone said, well, why are you washing mm. this car two times a week? I said, because it, it's my dream car. What is the ugly car? Mm. And I'm like, well, to you it's ugly. Uh, but to me, I want to show God 
that if he gives me the resources to purchase my dream car, I I can be good with the few things, the small things. So when he does give me the car that costs me a lot of money, he will know that I'll be a good steward of it. When when I go from this apartment to my dream house, he will know that I'll be a good steward of it. When I go from being single, check this out, to being married, he will know that I will be a good steward of it because I'm being a good steward over my life. I can pay my bills. I can provide for myself. And so I think a lot of people get it confused on a basic level. Like, y'all... Just be faithful over the few. And when God mm-hmm. sees that you could be a good steward over that, when, you, when you're a good steward over your single season, when you're a good steward over this car, when you're a good steward over your job, don't ask yeah. God to make you an owner of a company when you can't even be a, a, a good steward of your job. And so yeah. on a practical level, says you speaking good. Now I'm driving my dream car. And, and I don't wash it two times a week because I ain't got that much time. But, you know, it's clean. It stays clean. You know, but hey, Kiara, where, um, real quickly before we leave, what are some other things you talk about in your book outside of money so that people can know exactly what they can expect to get inside your book? Oh, man. First of all, you talking about me uh, giving this good word. I'm over here trying to hold my tears back like, oh, my God. (laughs) That was so good. I'm over here trying to stop the ugly cry. Lord Jesus, um, I It was so good. And and I I just want to say I'm a fan of you, and I thank you, Anthony, for what you do for just— people. It's just amazing. So thank you because you give us so many answers that maybe our family can't give us. So I'm sorry. I just had to throw that out there. I'm a fan. That was my fan moment. (laughs) Okay, let me keep it moving. So I have in here God as my agent. You just spoke about it, how, you know, when you show what you're doing, how you're treating it, God will reward you, you know, if you remain faithful. And I talk about pick up the pieces and grab the glue, doing it God's way because for a long time I was doing it my way. Mm. And that's both just living, you know, outside of his will and then things turned around. I was like, you know, I'm going to actually try it your way. talk about um, not comparing yourself to the other woman. And I talk about relationships when you have to make decisions, when there are drain-like relationships versus fountain-like relationships. Yeah. The fountain is refreshing. The drain, it drains, and it only keeps the same water right there. Wow. So that was just a few. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Kiara, you and I are starting something brand new today on my show that I think is pretty cool. So I'm so honored you're going to help me out with this. Uh, but moving forward, I'm going to actually be giving my thought of the week uh, to where I'm answering people's questions. And so if you have any questions, go on ahead and send them on in and I will ask uh, the question uh, to myself or to, you know, any guests that we have. But Kiara, here's the question of the week and I want to know your thoughts and I'll give you my thoughts. So the question is, Ayo, I am currently dating a man. I am concerned. I see some things I do not like. What are some red flags I should be looking for when it comes to his finances? What's your thoughts, sis? If you bring up the topic budget and he can't have that conversation with you, that's a red flag. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. So it, you you telling me that if 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 you bring up if she's a single woman, how should she even bring up the word budgeting? Like how? Because I'm man, I'm whoa, that's that's good. I like that. But how should she even introduce that topic though, sis? Like budgeting? Like should she just say like, do you budget? That she should just ask that question. 
Yeah, or how are you with numbers? Like, Ooh. this is what I, I have goals. I'm trying to reach this. Ooh. And I want to get your thoughts or your perspective on this. And what are your... Because I've tried it before with guys who don't do budgeting and they get an attitude. So oh. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is a problem. <laughs> Whereas when I was dating my husband, it was like, this is where I am. This is where I can be better. And maybe we can grow together. I was like, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard Kiara, boy, that, that, that's my sister. She need to come do the show with me. Let's fly her to Nashville. <laughs> that's one red flag. If he cannot articulate how he is budgeting, if he can't be a good steward with his money, then he can't be a good steward with y'all's money. Ooh, that's a good one. Here's my thought. When it comes to his finances, my thoughts is this. Look at how he stewards himself. Look at what he wears. Look at what he's driving. Um, and look at, you know, what does he value? The Bible says um, you can tell a man's heart where his treasure is. If everything is about the external, uh, but he has no investments, he's not um, investing into paying off his debt or bettering his yeah. finances. That is a red flag. A lot of people get confused. I, I, I date potential. Well, I think you should date two things. You should date fruit and you should date potential. Fruit mm -hmm. simply means if he says, hey, my goals are to become debt free. Hey, my goals are to start a business. Hey, my goals are to, you know, set aside three to six months of emergencies. Or hey, my goals are to start investing more. You should be looking for evidence of that fruit while you are mm -hmm. dating. And then you can also date potential because every person is going to be evolving. So that's cool. That's gravy. Mm -hmm. uh, but don't only date potential. Date fruit and potential. So if you don't see any fruit uh, from what he says that he desires to do, or even the brothers, if you don't see fruit from what mm -hmm. she says, then yo, check this out. Uh, that's a red flag that needs to be addressed. Maybe not on in the very, very beginning, but before you all get into a committed situation um, and you start courting and going towards uh, marriage, that needs to be a conversation uh, that you have to have. That's just... Yeah. My thought. Yo, sis, today has been fun, man. I wish we can keep going and going and going and going. You are absolutely amazing. Tell the people where can they learn more about you, your your music, your uh, your book, um, your life. Your, I mean, you're on TV. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, yo, you and Jonathan McReynolds are just killing it. I got to get him on the show here next. But y'all are just killing it out there for the gospel industry. Thank, Thank you. you all so much for being cool, hip, relevant and saved at the same time. So where can the people find out more about you? You can just go to the website, IamKiaraShear.com. Literally, all of my social media is there. Or you can go, I'm on Instagram as just Kiara Shear. Yo. Do that, do that, do that. We'll drop a link to her book below, you guys. Please support my sister. Uh, she will bless your life. And follow her on IG, man. You'll learn so much more about her, her heart, her passion, her family, uh, the Sheard family, Sheard Kelly family now, um, an amazing family to follow. Um, I am a huge fan of her father's. Um, he has blessed my life spiritually tremendously, and I'm looking forward to this next season of his life. And I'm looking forward to the next season of uh, Kiara Sheard Kelly's life. And... Um, Follow her. Get her book. She will bless you. I promise you. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. We're going to see y'all next week, Monday morning, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we'll keep it real, relevant, and relatable. And we did just that today with my sister, Kiara J. Kelly. Peace. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. 
They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.